0: I'm sing about a vineyard, as a look. I'm going to sing about a vine that grows. People scratch their heads. Oh, my loved one has a vineyard. It's Isaiah chapter 5, a song, Old Testament song. I don't know if you've ever read it. A song about a vineyard, and I'll stop there, because there are many, many verses. My loved one, had a vineyard on a fertile hill, and he planted it. And he put a wall around it. I mean, who has ever written a song? Chris Martin, in your heart, about a vineyard. Paul McCartney never wrote one, I don't think. They did Strawberry Hill, but this one's a vineyard. He dug it up and he cleared it of stones, and it was like a garden. And I put a water tap on it. It's a song of affection, and I cut out a wine press. And I was growing some lovely grapes. Then I looked for a crop of good grapes, and they were all bad. But, uh, some minor keys. The song, what the song? I don't know if you've read that Isaiah chapter five. We think about Isaiah, a son is given, but this one is about a vineyard. There's a song about a vineyard. The psalmist picks up the song. Psalm 18, you brought a vine out of Egypt. It's to the tune of the lilies of the covenant, Tim, if we could do that. (laughs) The sons of Asaph, you brought a vine out of Egypt, you drove out the nations and you planted it. You cleared the ground for it and it took root and filled the land. The mountains were covered with the shade of this vineyard The mighty cedars with branches. Why have you broken down the walls, so that all pass by and pick its grapes? Whilst well, when the forest ravage it, and the creatures of the field feed on it. And if you read the Old Testament, it's full of this repeated story about a plant, a tree, a cedar, or a vine that was put down, was promised, had great expectation and delight over it, but it all went bad, and the vine was dug up, with walls. Were down. Return to us, our God Almighty. Look down from heaven and see. Watch over this vine. Turns to a prayer, the The root your right hand has planted. The sun you have raised up for yourself. Hang on, Solomon. We just moved from a vine to a root. Now you are talking about the sun. So if we were good Hebrews, we'd know these songs. We'd be able to sing the tune to the ladies of the valley and the west. Jump jumps quite quickly in. I want to take you a quick set to sing. Now let's jump to a time of Jesus. Jesus Christ, singing with his disciples. And he says this, John 15, I am the true vine. true vine, and my father is a gardener. Very quickly, they are flicking through their memory. Psalm 80, Isaiah 5, because they're devout Jewish people. My father's the gardener, I'm a true vine. I'm a true vine. As Jesus unpacks it, we're just gonna look at this passage uh, this morning. Jesus invites them and you into the true meaning of the song of Isaiah 5 and Psalm 80. Because there has been a song, a root given. There has been a vine that's been planted and invites you and I into it. So, let's uh, scoot straight on. First of all, Jesus says, I'm the true vine. I'm the true vine. say I am the vine. Jesus says I am the true vine. What he's really saying is actually what you saw in the Old Testament was a shadow. I am the fulfillment of this. I am the true vine of life. I am, says Jesus, the true vine and my father is the garden. Friends, he's the planting that Psalm 80 says Watch over this vine the root your right hand has planted the son you've raised up for yourself jesus christ is the planting of god the father to bear fruit over all the earth jesus is like the fulfillment of the story of israel he says it's in me all nations now will be covered by this vine through me jesus is the fulfillment of all those prophecies friends whenever you read the old testament they're pointing to one who is coming They find fulfillment in Jesus Christ of the New Testament. Jesus says, I'm going to be the vine that fills the nations. I'm going to be the vine that grows and sprouts because the Father has planted me. He says, as the true vine is living and organic, so am I, so is He this morning. In Jesus, Jesus is saying, I'm I'm this vine, I'm the whole vine. It's not just like the little bitty root of it or a bit of stem. Jesus is saying, I'm the whole vine. Jesus says in Him, in Him, is work of the Father, a planting of the Lord. Jesus says in Him, this failure of fracture, which is the whole first part of this book, the failure of fracture and the mess of the vine, that bought bad fruit, that the garden was destroyed and the walls went down. Jesus says, I've come to replace that with myself and I invite you in. The invitation is to us to know him as the true God. Often we read this passage and we think, it's about me trying to stay connected to him. Okay, what do I do? I need to abide, how do I be part of this, this vine? I just want to flip it on its head and just say, Jesus says I'm the vine. And where does the branch come from in the first place? It's grown out of the root that's here. Jesus Christ is the true vine. He's the true vine. If you are seeking truth in religion, many would say this is it. This is it. Jesus Christ says I'm the true vine. I'm a true vine, and his father, God, is the God. So what authority does he make that claim? He says, God, my father has planted me. My father has sent me. Friends, he's still the root. He's still the root. He's still the root. He says, I'm the vine, you're the branches. I don't know how you picture that, but sometimes we think, okay, he's like a stem, and I'm stuck into the side. I'm like attached to him. Maybe I'm attached, maybe I'm not attached. A branch is still part of the vine, isn't it? A A branch that's grown out of the vine, we still say, well, that's the vine too, isn't it? Yeah. So we see a tree grow and we see a branch come out. It's still part of the tree, yes it's a branch, but it's, it's part of the tree and everything living comes to it being part of the tree. Friends, you and I are grown out of Jesus. You're grown out, of it. you're an extension of his heart. Sometimes we read this passage as the same We read it through the eyes of Christian behavior. I need to do these things to abide. Jesus says, actually, you're already in me. If you follow me, if you belong, you're already in me. You don't need to do things to make you belong to it. You are part of me. The stem would say to the branch, you're part of me. Just receive what I've got to give. We've got apple trees, you've got trees. We see them around. I'm straining to me. No. The sends a light into the branch and it bears fruit. Every nourishment that comes to the vine goes to the branches. Every nourishment that comes to Christ flows to us. It flows to you and I. Every branch. We're not kept separate or at arm's length. Friends, the branch has become part of the vine. Do you know? that you have been added into the vine of Christ. As a follower of him, he sought you out before you were born, and he thought, I want you as part of my vine. That's our inheritance. The vine shares its life with the branches. And Jesus is sharing his life with us this morning. Do you know that? Whatever we feel, whatever we think, actually the life of God flows through Jesus. There's never a clean day for him. There's never a day where the tap is turned down. The life of Jesus, the light work of the Father, is bubbling up in him. And you and I are plugged into him as we follow him. As followers of Jesus, you and I have a living union with Christ. So close that Jesus says, you and I are one with him. We're one with him. You are one with Christ. That means when Christ was crucified, so were you, so was I. We were crucified with Christ. When Christ was buried, we were buried with Christ you know that? He was buried, so were we in Christ because what happens to the vine happens to the branches because we're in him. We're buried in him. And if if Christ was raised, then you and I are raised too. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay because who's the gardener tending the vine? Father, who's the vine? attention and love do you think the Father has for the vine his son? How much love and care and devotion has the Father for his son, um, the true vine? How much? Eternal. How much attention does the, love, the Father lovingly devote to the vine and his son? All of his heart. How much therefore does the father devote to the branches that are in you and I? It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay because the father is the garden. He has joined you to himself. He has joined. Who's the gardener the father? Growing the vine, tending the vine, the Father has joined you to Himself. So we don't need to worry about holding on to the Father because the Father has grafted us and joined us in. We're joined. Jesus says, Abide in me, rest in me. He doesn't say, Try and make it. If you're really good this week and you pray lots and you do these things, you might be joined. He says, just live out the good of what I've done. Don't I need to do anything? No. The branch just abides in the trunk of the tree. It draws out the life, the the roots sending up the, the, the goodness through the branches and out to the leaves. I tell you, Lord, we are rooted in you. Let the life of God come by the way out into us. Friends, we don't read his word and link with him to be affirmed or to be loved. We read his word and link with him because we are loved. We didn't sing Psalms this morning to get us to a place where our God is now pleased with us. We sing songs, because God was already pleased with us and delights over us. It's gonna be okay, because we're in the vine, and he's at work. There's a John 15 passage, let's just read it. John 15, let's just see how Jesus takes us on the journey. I'm the true vine, and my father's the gardener. He's reminding them of the story of Israel. He taps off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that it would be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. You're clean. It's gonna be okay, guys. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you're the branches. If a man remains in me me and I in him, he'll bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone doesn't remain in me, he's like the branch that's thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish will be given you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my life. So we've seen that there was an Old Testament picture of a vine that was froze, but the walls were broken. A vine rejected the, the owner of the vineyard. But Jesus says, I'm the fulfilment. Everything that was wrong and faulty and that and broken, I've come, I'm the true vine. And this will this will outflow because this is a work of the Father in me. It says to us, you are in me. You are in me. You are joined to me. All my life, therefore, is flowing into you. Abide in it. Open the door. We can abide in the life of Christ that flows through it it's not just to one of us individually, it's to us. Jesus is the vine for open door. Jesus is the light of God to us in open door. And his life flows and fills us. His life bubbles up in us. So I want to say this whatever you are going through, the life of God is in Christ and it's available for us. bubbles up. We don't have to achieve anything. We're just immersed in the vines and so Jesus says abide there. Maybe you think, well, I don't know if I am. The way to abide in the vines, first of all, like Jesus says, is be clean because of the words I've spoken to. No, know the cleaning word of Jesus to our saint joins us. He says you're clean. You're already pruned because of what I've said have you heard what he said to you? Have you received Jesus? I received your words of truth. That's what makes us, that's what joins us in the vine. But as Jesus walks through this passage, first of all he says, remain in the vine. And then he says, remain in me. And then verse 9, he says, remain in my love. He's thinking about the whole vine with delight. So maybe ah, this pruning, what's it all about? Sid was talking about these painful moments on his his trip, Lord, what's this pruning? Actually God is thinking about the vine. He's thinking of you, but he's thinking of the vine. When God is at work in open door, different people pruning and shaking, actually he's thinking of the whole vine. We're part of this body, we're part of this life of God that's bubbling up in us.